Welcome to another edition of Round Ball Ramble. I'm your host, Corbin Ford. You can follow me on Twitter at CorbinNBA, part of the Sports Ethos family of podcasts. So check out Sports Ethos on Twitter at Sports Ethos Online, SportsEthos.com. A lot of content across several different sports, including yours truly here. So definitely make sure to check that out. Uh, today I'm excited to have on, I guess I've had on before on this show, um, normally always talking Lakers, still the Lakers expert here. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Ron Guterman 24. So that right. It is Ron Guterman. This name, um, works with Lakers nation and I'm excited to have him on. We're not talking Lakers though today. Um, I'm really excited and humble that Ron's reached out to me, um, to, to have a discussion just on the Kyrie Irving situation, uh, which we've talked about here a little bit. I'm sure you've seen it all over. Um, just additional context, Kyrie sharing a video that promoted anti-Semitism, anti-Semitic thoughts. Um, he was suspended five games until he reached a series of benchmarks, um, which basically just needs to apologize and kind of acknowledge uh, the parties that he offended. Um, but for me personally, listening to the discourse on Twitter and social media and like NBA Today, it was frustrating for me because I felt that there was a more like another side of this than just all on Kyrie to go into. Um, however, and I understood this up to a point, and that's why I'm glad Ron came to to come on, is because I'm not the offended party. So it could be insensitive um, for me to, well, what about this? And what about that? And what about isms? Instead of maybe looking at how the offended party feels about this, ask questions that they can then answer, exploring it a little further, and just having a dialogue that's more healthy than just me on my soapbox um, from one perspective. So Ron, uh, good morning. Thank you for coming on. And first off, how are you feeling? I'm, I'm feeling good. Uh, you know, I think uh, we talked about it a little bit, but we're, you know, we're both coming off of some some random illnesses here. Yeah. Uh, so we're both just kind of going through it. And we are, uh, yeah, just ready, ready to talk about a, a really, I mean, disappointing, but also really interesting situation that is kind of you know, dominated the whole NBA discussion for the last week. It's been a it's been a really rough week for the NBA uh, yeah. beyond just the Kyrie situation. It, there's been a lot going on. Um, we can get into some of the other stuff, too. But it's just yeah. it's, it's been it's been a bad week for the NBA and which, which is is terrible. And a lot of people have said it online. But like this has been a really fun start to the season in terms of the on-court product. Um, so it's been frustrating that like the off-court stuff has kind of dominated the conversation even if it's rightfully so, because some, some bad stuff has been going on. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, let's, I mean, you're right for the NBA, this entire, this entire week's been just horrible, just current stuff. Uh, I'm sure you didn't, maybe you heard of uh, Ben Gordon getting in, in trouble for stuff he's done. Just, just horrible things in terms of violence. Like it's all over the place, but yeah, we can probably go in a little bit here, but to kind of jump into Kyrie, um, Kyrie shared, um, a book that is also a movie. He shared a link to the movie um, that was tweeted without comment last week. And it was called Hebrews to the Rose, wake up black America. And this movie is, is, is full of anti-Semitic damaging tropes and thoughts that have offended many. 
Um, and he was pressed about it, and Kyrie was like, hey, I'm not promoting it, I'm just kind of sharing it, and kind of changed, not changed his stance, but basically, I deserve a platform, and yeah, my platform isn't influencing people like that, so it shouldn't be that big a deal. Um, wouldn't apologize, multiple opportunities, um, although, you know, he acknowledged harm, but didn't apologize for said incident, and was suspended, and I guess, I, I want to just throw that to you, and just from your initial reaction, from when you heard about that, what you felt about it, obviously, Kyrie is known as a quote-unquote free thinker, um, and, you know, these thoughts or this 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 type of mindset, him being open to exploring different things, I guess is not new to anyone. Um, however, for it to get to this level of destruction from an emotional aspect for so many people, I, I definitely want to get your, your take. Yeah, I mean, it was certainly disappointing when, you know, saw the, saw the initial link uh, that he had posted and basically you know this was one of those you, I just went through and like read read the comments about this documentary because I was not one you know you've had some conversations online about Amazon you know having this publishing this in the first place and I didn't want to give the documentary like more attention than it deserved by like giving it a view um, and I kind of went a lot off of you know screenshots that were posted of various parts of the film and comments about the film and, you know, even seeing both perspectives of like, oh, this film isn't as bad as what people are saying. I, I tried to get all the information I could without, uh, you know, like promoting it by watching it. Yes. Um, but what what was really troubling, uh, you know, when you are an NBA player, you're a professional athlete, or you're anyone with a large following online, you have to be cognizant that anything you post you are promoting that thing you are you are making you're drawing attention to it and even if you're if you're trying to draw attention to attention to something that you don't support it's on you to explicitly say that so when you post a link to something as a professional athlete with no comment no context just a link the assumption has to be that you're promoting it and so the first disappointing thing came from the tweet and then the second disappointing thing was essentially trying to backtrack on the idea that it was a promotion, which essentially says, oh, yeah, I know there's some bad stuff in there. I'm not going to tell you whether or not I agree with that bad stuff, but I'm just, I, I wasn't promoting it. I just put a link out. You know, is it, is it a crime to put a link out? And I, I think that led us down a really bad rabbit hole with Kyrie of having to constantly press him on it because he wasn't he wasn't getting it really. And it led to this doubling down and tripling down and quadrupling down until finally it was time to, you know, for the Nets to step in and punish him. It's it's a really disappointing situation. And I wish that, you know, there was just more conversation that would have led to a quicker apology or an, a quicker understanding of what what he did wrong. But th yeah, it, it was a really tough week for for a lot of people. Absolutely. And you, I mean, described it perfectly in terms of, Maybe if you're trying, I mean, trying to have a discussion on a topic, and that's another thing entirely in terms of, and I, I from from this perspective, I can understand for Kyrie Irving as, um, I, I want to say someone of different faiths, but uh, primarily just a black man trying to figure out his origins and trying to find um, some sense of understanding of that. Um, it definitely is, I mean, 
you know, you 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 know, and, and Irving kind of touched on it before that like it wasn't just the slave trade that our people started, or like there was more there than that. But for him to, and I think this is just the way that you can kind of characterize a lot of searches for people on their history and and and, and such, and maybe coming from a place of pain and coming from a place of of well, just pain. Um, tr- maybe embracing ideas that while they may serve as some solace solace to them is hurtful to the majority not to mention also factually incorrect you know and i guess this is where it gets to and i saw this is one i wanted to ask about that as well it's this thing of well this was Kyrie's opinion like can Kyrie have free speech um this is Kyrie's faith or whatever the case may be it's been it's been a very very not a cool week for Twitter um, in general, just for Twitter in general, um, yeah. since Mr. Musk took over, but like also, you know, for this situation, especially because like even myself, uh, I tweeted um, and you saw it, right? I was tweeting a few things about Amazon. That I'm like, why are we not talking about the bigger elephant in the room? And I do want to ask you a question about that. And so I kept retweeting, like, finally, like ESPN took a week, but Jay Williams finally spoke out about it and everyone else. I'm like, great. And Twitter went and, I'm all of a sudden getting posts in my timeline that I don't agree with coming from, yeah, Kyrie was right. Like, this is ridiculous. This, that, and the other. I'm like, okay, yeah. is this because, you know what I mean? And and this just kind of shows you kind of like how treacherous the conversation is without attacking it for the proper context. And I'm I'm not going to lie. I, I've definitely felt torn in terms of understanding, like, what he did was wrong. And yet, where can we just, where can we kind of distribute blame across because yes Kyrie should not have shared that like you said there's an importance with your platform to be responsible about it at the same time and I brought this out in my, sh- in my little show up last week like he wasn't you know peddling some little known YouTube link you know it wasn't like you know he'd had the author on for like promotion like he went to Amazon and posted this and my mind is wise on Amazon now and I, I want to just share real quick before I give it to you um this corner to Forrest but like since he's done that the book is now the best-selling book in Amazon's religion and spirituality and social science categories um the audiobook sales from Apple are number nine on Apple and 13th on Audible the print sales uh 189 units were sold in the week ending last Friday which is a, r- a roughly 800 percent increase and one of the best-selling weeks for the work since it was printed back in 2015 um of course none of them responded for comment so I, I I guess I gotta I gotta I gotta ask you like how do you look at it where and you, you said so eloquently about Kyrie's fault and it would also that a, a piece or, or, or I don't even want to say a work a project whatever this is is yeah. so readily available and has been for seven years now yeah. And, you know, uh, the first thing is like those those numbers really like show you that that this was a promotion from Kyrie Irving. He can he can try to say it wasn't, but he can see the numbers of like what happened on Amazon since then. Yes. Um, but but on the Amazon side of things, it's really interesting. And this is where the discussion kind of revolt like it gets back to Twitter a little bit is mm-hmm. is Amazon a a publisher of information or are they just a like a, a, I, I don't know, really know how to say this. Are they just a discussion? Are they just like the host of a discussion board? Like, mm. is Amazon responsible for every little thing that's on Amazon? It's the same discussion we've had with Twitter in the past is, are, is, is Twitter a publisher of content as in they get to delineate what is and isn't allowed on their platform? Or are they just 
the messenger. They just have, they put out this thing online and anyone can say what they want on there. Um, and it, it's, it's a really interesting discussion. I think Amazon and Twitter, both Twitter set the precedent there of, they took responsibility and said, you know what, we are going to decide what is and isn't allowed on our platform. Uh, like we are going to take that role as publisher and whatever, whatever criticism comes with that, that's what comes with that. And I think Amazon now with all the controversy surrounding this documentary does need to take a, a little deeper look into what is on their platform and, and what is, what, it, what should and shouldn't be on their platform. And I think uh, the Anti-Defamation League has already called for Amazon to remove the book and the documentary altogether. Um, and I think that's a, a solid first step. I think public pressure is kind of the most powerful thing we have in society right now. Um, and so I think Amazon now kind of needs to make that decision of, are we a place where people can post whatever they want? Or are we a place that determines what is and isn't allowed on the platform? Um, and, and once, oh, so sorry. No uh, worries. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but once they make that decision, it they're going to need to do a thorough review of pretty much every piece of content that's that's on their that's on their platform, and so this this is a really tough situation, and this is a big decision they're about to make. Absolutely, and yeah, I think you're right. Like that that is opening uh, Pandora's box of so much more. Um, but in my mind, that's I mean, and that's why I'm glad you you spoke out about it because I'm like, where does that kind of line begin and end? Now my phone's going off between you know <laughs> like sharing something irresponsibly that is tremendously damaging and being able to have it. And, and mind you, this is not like, I mean, it's what $40 to own $11 to rent and still just exploding. Like yeah. you're right. The promotion there is, is, is getting this out to more people and it's, 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 it's just unfortunate. And I, I guess what I would ask you is in terms of having a discussion about the Kyrie Irving situation, which is basically what it's called. Like, what would be, like, ways that I you can handle that with tact while understanding as not the offending party that, like, there are, like, exploring it with an understanding that this is damaging. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think on Twitter you have this, like, it's it's a pylon type of thing, you know, and it can either be a pylon that Kyrie is dead wrong, which of course that is the case, or a pylon that, you know, he has a point in that um, he's just trying to find his own self and whatever the case may be. But from your perspective, seeing this discourse, seeing what's been going on, what, what would you like, what would you think would be the ideal kind of outcome to maybe not only move past this incident, but also do further education because I think it's not just about getting past this incident with Kyrie, you know, he does what he does and services five game suspension is back. The conversation has already started and I feel like lines are just being dug in the sand on it. And I'm just curious as to how we can actually have an exploration of, you know, black history and, and trying to understand who we are and, and sharing thoughts that are also understanding of, um, Jewish people and not being offending of them more, definitely not suggesting the Holocaust doesn't exist and just nonsense yeah. like that. And just having a, a thoughtful conversation that is beneficial for everyone. Where I feel like right now it's either engage in the war that is Twitter right now or take a step back and just not do anything. And I, I don't know if that's necessarily beneficial, but I, I'm definitely curious as to hear your perspective. 
yeah, I think I think it's it's very unique in this specific situation with with Kyrie Irving, who and and the 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 black population in general is one of it's a population where it's a very unique circumstance of they are one of the few races or one of the only races where they don't really have a good tracking of their lineage, especially in America. And so I understand Kyrie Irving in the search for his lineage, the search for his origins. I think that's a like a very important thing to want to find. And a lot of other people have the benefit of like, they can go back seven generations and find, you know, very specific. I, you know, I have friends that, that are, are white and they could like trace their entire lineage to like a village in Germany 600 years ago. And it's like, uh, uh, you know, I think, I think black people in general don't have that, that like the ability to do that. And that's a horrible, horrible thing. And so I understand the search for the search for your origin. Um, and so this is where I think it's, you can have that type of conversation where Kyrie Irving can post this and say, I'm trying to learn about the origin of my people. And this documentary helped me towards that. But then he can also, it's hit, it's on him also to be open to someone saying, Hey, look, you're, you're right. And there are some things in this documentary that do hold water in terms of the historical origins of, of African people and, and you know the the connection between them and you know Israelites and Jewish people, there is a connection there, absolutely. But there's also some really harmful rhetoric in there that essentially, what from what I've seen is almost uh, erasure of non-black Jewish people. It's almost an erasure where instead of saying there are tribes of Israel that have origins in Africa the the rhetoric in that documentary is the only true is israel israelites israeli tribes are those from africa and the others aren't real and that's where the damage comes that's where the that's where i mean this is the start of rhetoric that led to some awful atrocities against jewish people in the past and so uh you know the the comment of that Kyrie Irving made that was particularly damaging he said a lot of very not great things over the last week, but the particularly damaging one to me was I can't be anti-Semitic because I know where I come from, which is basically a second promotion of the, of the beliefs and ideals in the documentary. Um, and basically says that I cannot be anti-Semitic. It's, it's like, I can't be anti-Semitic because I am the true Hebrew. You know, I am, I am that, which is exactly what the documentary purports and is exactly the type of stuff that leads to the rhetoric surrounding Jewish people. So it's 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 such a nuanced thing. And I'm glad that like we are having this conversation because I feel like we get this is a, a unique chance to get both perspectives on this issue. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on kind of the search for origin and and why that, you know, could possibly lead to some important findings within yourself, but also potentially damaging findings for, for others. I appreciate you opening up that conversation. You're right. Because I definitely from my perspective and, and growing up in my family, it's been heritage has been important trying to find where we come from and knowing like my, I have I, from New York, but family in Costa Rica and kind of tracing back from there. But I, I do know I've had, I have family, and I guess on a personal note, I have family who, have observed this documentary, which is maybe why I was aware of some of the thoughts there. And I, I was also very like, 
like they're saying something you know like i get it like in the, in, and that's why knowing family and, and and in the search for stuff you hear things you're in your community in your culture and this has been a, a piece of work that at least i am familiar with um but because i was aware there was so much that i disagreed with i understood the reasoning to want to look back and and reach and, and were it simply just a, a three-hour film of archival footage tracing back generations and just showing documents and just on the people and trying to find the history, then I, I wouldn't feel embarrassed, ashamed, wrong to say, hey, you know, it's just another outlet, like, fine. But it's the, like, you and you pointed out so well, it's the elevation of one to the, like, subjugation of the other that mm-hmm. is troubling, that is, you know, it, it seeds the, it sows the seeds of that type of thinking, like you said, that have been some of the great harms. And I guess for me, it is, a balance because for so many people, for, for myself as a black person, a black man watching and, 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 and reading these tweets and such, I see how Kyrie was wrong for it. I see how what he shared was damaging. I see how people are affected, but I'm not seeing the angle of, okay, like, and I, I, there was actually one piece from Jamil Hill that did sort of explore because we've had similar thoughts like this in the past where let's try to point out the fact that yes, like these guys are stumbling down the wrong path and they shouldn't be doing that. And we call that out and we see that, but they're stumbling through that path on a mission that nobody seems to really be bringing out, which is that they are trying to understand their heritage to people. And it is important for us as a culture that it's not just the slave trade. And it's not just, you know, just the general atrocities, not just as my family said yeah. growing up, we weren't just slave trade in the civil rights movement. There's so much more, you know? And yeah. I think that maybe a further exploration and, 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 a tactfulness that I'm still trying to develop in terms of pushing my own experiences and perspective while also balancing that, like, <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you can look for where you're coming from, and that can be very important. And there's so many different paths and so many different databases and, 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 and research papers and, and books and so much. It's a plethora, but not everything, you know, not all paths lead to that one place. And I, I think in this case, it's it's hurtful because you want to there's so many people who are with Kyrie not like they're not realizing the impact that they're having on Jewish people and others they're just like hey I see what Kyrie's trying to do that's right we shouldn't pile on him like this like it's not fair for him like you know he didn't do anything wrong he just shared his opinion he paid the fifty thousand dollars you know it's taking abstract pieces of what he did do but using that as the argument for why that absolves him of any problems at all and so yeah it's it's a very complicated thing Ron. like you said it's it's an interesting conversation because it is something that's important to so many of our people right and it's something we want to know it's like you said the sense of of belonging and the sense of history and just knowing where we are in that everlasting search um but i guess that's to be juxtaposed with being responsible in your search for that you know and and making sure that even if you believe, let's say we believe that we are visualized, or Kyrie believes that, say that, you know what I mean? Because then you have a conversation that way that doesn't take a whole people and marginalize them or take one of the biggest, the great atrocities you've had in this, in this world and say that that never happened. Because you, when you endorse something like that and it peddles all of these 
just damaging ideas and tropes and passes them off as fact, you are doing that to everyone. And I don't know if I'm not making a lot of sense right now. <laughs> I was going in a good direction. <laughs> no, yeah. And, and, and it's so it's what's so fascinating about it is like at the end of the day, uh, mm-hmm. Kyrie and, and it, it has been talked about. Kyrie Irving is like a good human being who has done a lot of good for his community and, and the country and the world at large. He, there's, there's a plethora of stories about the good he's done for the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he can both be a good person who was deeply miseducated about something and then doubled down on it. And I think he, he is a person, I think the way he kind of gets out of this, which there's been talk this week that like, this might be the end of his career. Like it, this, this contract is his contract expires at the end of the year. He's a free agent. And there's been like chatter online of like, he may just not get another contract because of this. And I think if he wants to rehabilitate his, his image, he needs to show a willingness to be thoughtful in, in the search for his origin and, and be willing to say things out loud, but then also be willing to listen. I think he kind of has shown an unwillingness to listen to alternate perspectives. So he finds something that he, he, you know, he likes online, something that feeds into what he believes about himself. And that's fine. You're, you're welcome to do that. But then you also need to be open. And this is where, you know, we talk about free speech. Like, yeah, Kyrie Irving, like, this might be unpopular, but like Kyrie Irving is allowed to believe whatever Kyrie Irving wants to believe. Like, I really don't care if he believes the things in that documentary i really don't but what bothers me is to put that out there publicly which then draws attention to it and then to not have the willingness to listen about ways in which he may have screwed up freedom of speech is great but you there's also like freedom of consequence you you are allowed to be punished for the things you say and do Mm -hmm. um and i i don't necessarily think that Kyrie is being punished for his beliefs necessarily i think he's being punished for the way he went about publicizing his beliefs uh because and and uh you know i've had a conversation about this like it sounds really really dumb but if Kyrie never tweets that link he's not in trouble right now even if he believes all that same stuff that he believes right now but no one would know about it if he just didn't tweet about it like it's really that simple you can believe whatever you want but the second you put it out in public you are open to public criticism and potentially punishment. That's just how it goes. No, that's true. And that well-described how that whole thing went down. You're right. The minute you open yourself up with that type of sharing of that, yeah, you you let yourself susceptible to what is rightful, you know? So I'm definitely with you there, Ron. Um, I know we're kind of running short on time here. I do want to just ask you, ideally, um, for you as a person who has been affected in this helping educate me i appreciate that and also just a person on twitter like myself how do you think um the best resolution goes i mean obviously for Kyrie, it's taking these steps in accordance with what's been laid out by the nets and rehabilitating himself with an understanding of you know other thoughts and and who he was damaging and, and and hurting um but in terms of the discourse you would like to see and the thoughts you'd like to have and you did point out the 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 layers in this conversation kind of how would you want the dialogue to go moving forward from this just Kyrie or anti Kyrie stance that we seem to be having right now yeah I think um it's a very different situation but I don't know if you remember Myers Leonard uh 
Yes. He got he got in big, big trouble for for saying a, a Jewish slur. Um, and he I, I think that situation kind of blew over because he showed like a lot of steps of education. I, I I don't know if you recall, but there were multiple weeks after where he was, you know, posting videos from synagogues and posting conversations he was having with with rabbis about the harms of of certain words. And he like he went on this whole path. And while you could argue that it was disingenuous because he was posting it all online, um, he at least like he tried really hard to make everyone know that he went through the steps of like how to educate himself. And I would love to see Kyrie Irving take the same steps. And I know a couple of those steps are similar to what the Nets have laid out to allow him to return. So I hope like I really hope Kyrie Irving takes that seriously as, as a person and and uses the opportunity to, to learn some things that maybe he didn't know before. Um, but in general, I, I think in general, the, the online discussion, and this, this is really a larger point. This is less about like the basketball world's discussion yeah. of this. Mm-hmm. I think there needs to be a better understanding of like what constitutes as racism, anti-Semitism between groups. I think there's sometimes a lack of understanding among the Jewish population about like what racism looks like or among like, I think white people, you know, there's always this thing of like, they don't know what, what racism is and what it looks like. Cause they've never dealt with it. Like, and I think the average, you know, black person, the average person is not dealt with anti-Semitism, So they may not know what it looks like, mm-hmm. but I think there needs to be just a greater discussion in general about like, what is harmful to each individual group. And then the other groups, like respecting that and understanding that. I think um, one discussion that I've seen a lot online recently is um, the idea that uh, like anti-Semitism, like anti-Semitic beliefs uh, are confusing because they're largely based on praise. Mm. Uh, Like, you know, how can it be anti-Semitic to say that Jewish people are really good with money or always stick together as, as people like, how is it how is it an insult to say those things mm-hmm. um and i think the discussion that i've seen about that is that that's what's kind of leading to sort of the misunderstanding is like um racism has always been based on negative stereotyping and putting putting down of of certain racial groups and it's confusing to see praise being seen as like an equally harmful thing yes and so I think if there was just a greater conversation about like what what is harmful to each individual group and then a respecting of that and an education there that like people take seriously, mm-hmm. I think we'll be able to have more nuanced discussions about things online because we'll we'll all have this understanding of like, okay, I get why this was harmful. Uh, now here's this perspective of why it may have been harmful on the other side to react this way. Like there there's so much room for education and, and nuance there so it, again it's a really difficult situation <laughs> and you know I don't I don't envy anyone who has to like take charge on this yeah um but yeah also in the future I'd like for more players to like be willing to talk about other players situations uh I think LeBron was the only player who openly made a stance about Kyrie one way or the other mm-hmm. um he was the only player who like openly said something. And so I think I'd like for players to lead the discussions surrounding their friends. Like these guys are all in the same web. And while they may not all be best friends, they're like 
in the same circle. Yeah. And I think it's important that they like lead the discussion sometimes um, about themselves. And then we can have that back and forth of education. Exactly. Exactly. I agree 100% with, 100% with what you said, Ron. And I just want to thank you for coming on and having this conversation with me. Um, really appreciate it. Not only just reaching out, but just having this exchange and learning. And I also feel like kind of learning and also being able to share my thoughts in a way that yeah. I think was beneficial. Um, listen, we're going to have to do this again. Uh, we're going to talk the rest of this NBA. Um, cause there's a lot of the stuff, uh, Lakers for sure. Cause they've definitely been interesting, but, um, I want to share where we can find you, um, in your work. I know that you're prolific just in general and, um, yeah, just kind of see where people can, can catch where, where you, um, put stuff out there. Yeah. So Twitter at, at Ron Guterman 24, uh, you can find, video work, podcast stuff for Lakers Nation YouTube channel, Lakers Nation on Apple Podcasts, all all anywhere you find podcasts, uh, written work. I do baseball stuff. You can find me, uh, angelsnation.com. I have a very fun announcement coming in the next couple of weeks. So mm. be on the lookout for that. Uh, it's a new opportunity. So really excited there. I'm excited to hear this opportunity coming up, man. Definitely. Um, thank you again, Ron. I definitely appreciate you, man. And thank for our friendship. And listen, y'all, you can find you guys, gals, everyone can find me on Twitter at Corbin NBA. Um, check out Sports Ethos on Twitter at Sports Ethos Online, SportsEthos.com. Um, this has been a really good conversation and one I appreciate. So definitely make sure um, to share your thoughts. Definitely love to hear some feedback here. Uh, but until next time for Ron, for myself, we are Frosty. Y'all stay Frosty, and we'll talk to y'all real, real soon. All right, y'all.